Welcome to the Choose Better Podcast. I'm Erica Day, and this is where I tell Black women the truth so that we can all choose better in every area of our lives. Welcome back, y'all. I know I've been gone for a while. It was not intentional, believe me, but life has just been ridiculous. In the past month, my husband has been admitted to the hospital four times. I was without heat for nine days because the furnace broke and I had to wait for it to get fixed. And my rent increased $200. So I was not really in the position to be sitting here and talking to you guys, but I'm back and we're going to continue this series on the Proverbs 31 woman. So let's start as we usually do by reading the passage. It is Proverbs 31 verses 10 through 31, and I'm reading from the Christian Standard Version of the Bible. Who can find a wife of noble character? She is far more precious than jewels. The heart of her husband trusts in her, and he will not lack anything good. She rewards him with good, not evil, all the days of her life. She selects wool and flax and works with willing hands. She is like the merchant ships bringing her food from far away. She rises while it is still night and provides food for her household and portions for her female servants. She evaluates a field and buys it. She plants a vineyard with her earnings. She draws on her strength and reveals that her arms are strong. She sees that her profits are good and her lamp never goes out at night. She extends her hands to the spinning staff and her hands hold the spindle. Her hands reach out to the poor and she extends her hands to the needy. She is not afraid for her household when it snows, for all in her household are doubly clothed. She makes her own bed coverings. Her clothing is fine linen and purple. Her husband is known at the city gates where he sits among the elders of the land. She makes and sells linen garments. She delivers belts to the merchants. Strength and honor are her clothing, and she can laugh at the time to come. Her mouth speaks wisdom, and loving instruction is on her tongue. She watches over the activities of her household and is never idle. Her children rise up and call her blessed. Her husband also praises her. Many women have done noble deeds, but you surpass them all. Charm is deceptive and beauty is fleeting, but a woman who fears the Lord will be praised. Give her the reward of her labor and let her works praise her at the city gates. So for today's study, we're going to start at verse 25. And it reads, Strength and honor are her clothing, and she can laugh at the time to come. Now, this entire passage has mentioned the strength of this woman a number of times. I want to just remind you that this strength is not the typical strong Black woman foolishness that has been pushed on us and that we often use to describe the amount of difficulty we can endure in life with no help or reciprocity. The strength that the Bible speaks of when describing this woman is what I stated at the beginning of the series, a powerful force. She embodies firmness. This strength is that which inspires confidence. She is reliable. She is secure. Next, we come to the word honor. 
this translation uses the word honor. Others use the word dignity. One of the definitions of dignity is elevation of mind or character. Other words for dignity are true worth, excellence, loftiness, and grace. This woman wears her power and excellence before she wears any actual clothing. She walks in knowing her worth and showing excellence in who she is. No validation from anyone but God who created her this way is needed. She knows who she is and her behavior shows it. And because she knows who she is and owns it, she can laugh at the time to come. This means she has no fear of what lies ahead. She does not live in a state of worry over what will come next in her life because she recognizes the power God has given her and she keeps her mind elevated so that the ups and downs of life in general don't stop the way that she flows. Verse 26. Her mouth speaks wisdom and loving instruction is on her tongue. Her speech matches the way she carries herself. She's wise, but she doesn't use this wisdom to tear down or berate her family or those she comes in contact with. She delivers her wisdom in a way that shows she loves and cares about who she is speaking to. This tells us that it's not just that we know our stuff, but that we learn to communicate effectively. We should not be out here being loud and offensive. What's that saying? It's not what you say, it's how you say it. There is a lot of truth to that. My grandparents were raised in Georgia. I never heard them raise their voices or act in a way that brought negative attention to themselves. But I also saw that they were able to voice their displeasure at something in a way that got their point across without being rude or purposely offensive. That's the point here. We don't have to be argumentative about everything. And even when we need to make a point, we can do so in a way that is respectful to our own dignity, but also to those we're talking to. The term, bless your heart, is a whole vibe. If you know, you know. I really want us to get this deep down in our spirit, ladies. We live in a time where in the Black quote-unquote community, we are only valued for how much we sacrifice ourselves in order to lift up other people. They call us the backbone. That's not a compliment, even though they try to make it seem like one. We're told that we have to lift up and hold up Black men and the Black community in general, no matter what. And the Bible has also been used to back this ridiculous notion up. But if you never read another verse, this one verse proves all of these notions of us carrying the heavy load by ourselves is just wrong. How can anyone listen to the description of this woman and then come to the conclusion that she exists to be subdued, conquered, or used? Okay, it's that time in the episode for our Choose Better Challenge. It's time for some self-reflection. 2022 needs to be the year that we stop focusing on what men or the so-called community thinks we should be. 
Make this year the year that you work on yourself and becoming the best version of you that you can be. So this week, and for as long as it takes, think about how you present yourself to the world. Is the image you present the image that you want to present? Not how they want you to be, but who you want to be. If your answer is no, then get out that journal and write down what changes you're going to make to be the you that you want to be. Evaluate your speech. Do you speak in wisdom? Do you think before you speak? Or do you say whatever comes to mind? Are you only interested in getting your point across no matter how it comes out? Or are you doing your best not to be purposely offensive? Note, I didn't say folk won't get offended. Just make sure offense is not your intent. Well, unless it's absolutely necessary, then by all means, go off, sis. As always, share your thoughts on social media with the hashtag ChooseBetterChallenge or come and start a discussion in the Facebook group. The link is in the show notes. There are questions you must answer before you'll be admitted into the group. There are no exceptions. Okay, y'all. I don't know how I thought I'd be able to get through the last seven verses in one episode, but I did think that. I only got through two. But these two verses spoke so much to me. So I'll be back next week to tackle more. I know better now than to make promises about how much we'll get through. Thanks for joining me. And until next time, choose better, sis. Remember that you can reach out to me via Facebook, search for the Choose Better Podcast page. On Instagram, Choose Better Podcast. And I'm also on TikTok under Choose Better Podcast. The email address is hello at choosebetterpodcast.com. You can also go to my website, www.choosebetterpodcast.com to leave a review, sign up for the Choose Better Squad email list, and even leave me a short voicemail. That's it for this week. Thanks for listening. And remember, choose better, sis.